0: The world is a vampire. Remember that song? Episode number 28 of Riffin' Ain't Easy. Doing feeling good. Did you guys get drunk or share this weekend like I did and fucked it up all over again like I do every single weekend and I have to do the recounter thing every single time? Because that's what happened to me. Whatever though, fuck it. We all we all can't be saints like like everybody on the internet. I uh speaking of dude, like I fucking I'm getting to the point where I understand that these things are you know useful when they're used, you know, good. For good, all platforms, you know, like Twitter and all that shit. And it's it's good for, like, spreading, you know, whenever you're into any type of artistic endeavor, whether it's, like, music, podcasts, any of that shit, you know what I mean, and photography, it's great, but, like, fuck, dude. It's just, you get burnt out because it's so overwhelming of just bullshit and just people that are, like, the, I don't know where I stand, I guess, where I kind of lie on the no-show thing right now. I'm kind of like stuck in limbo I'm stuck in the middle because I understand both sides I really do and you know as a band we made a conscious decision to not play shows until it is like 100% safe until that kind of thing you know what I mean just because of personal reasons with stuff that's going on in our lives that we can't really chance it you know but there's there's people that are doing you know safe distancing shows and and stuff and it's like there's this weird policing on the internet for what people can and can't do and it's just fucking nuts man it's like it gets to the point where it's just too much man and, and you and you sit there and you think about it and sometimes you get sucked up in it yourself and you're just like man fuck them I can't believe they're fucking doing it and then you're just like why am I, Why do I care you know what I mean and I know the, the argument a lot of times that people are having is like well if they keep doing it it's stopping us from doing it and it's like half the people that are saying that don't do it when you're allowed to they don't fucking do it either. You know what I mean? Like, they're not playing shows or touring or anything like that. And it's like, a lot of people that are, you know, screaming and hounding about it the most are the people that aren't... They do that with everything that comes up. It's not just this. This is just what they're on this week, you know? So this, it's weird, man. I don't know where I where I stand on it. I'm going to stick to, you know, my guns with the the fact of, like, I I have personal reasons why I think that we're not going to play. It's, it's not my decision for what everyone else does. And That's with anything else, man. You know, what I mean? it, it's it's not my place. I, I can't, I can't say, I can't say, you know, what people can and can't do. And I'm not going to sit there and try to pretend that I'm fucking better. And I'm going to just be like, I can't believe that motherfucker did it, you know, kind of thing. I don't know. It's weird, and that's been kind of getting to me this week because I've been thinking about shows and how much I miss shows, and I feel like people are quick to blame the normal other normal person. You know what I mean by that, like the common person all of us that are kind of like fighting the bullshit and they're forgetting that a lot of this shit could have been prevented if it was done right by people to begin with, you know what I mean? Or 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 if information was brought out. You know what I mean? Cuz there's still fucking skewed information. There's still things that are like, well, COVID cases were up 500,000 and, you know, in the entire you know, in, in all of Ohio, and then next thing you know, old dudes on there saying, like, but things are going great, what are you talking about, you just said they suck, bub. make up your mind, you know, it's not hard, just do it, do your job, but that's the thing, is it's like, who am I supposed to believe, because you, you tweeted, you tweeted five seconds ago that the world was ending, and then you do a news conference, and you have, uh kid's choir singing shit at the end of it because you got nothing else to talk about. I don't know if anybody, obviously, people that listen that aren't from Ohio, they don't know, but if you watch any of Mike DeWine's shit during the fucking beginning of the pandemic, they would do shit where they would have the entire thing would be all this crazy, scary shit. Scaring the fuck out of everybody. About, we don't know what to do, we're all going to fucking die. And then at the end, he would bring like a kid's choir on or something. Or he, he, one time he showed a music video. That it was like a real dog shit music video that someone, it's like the nephew of someone that works there. You know, they they created it. And it's like, now that I scare everybody to death, my wife is selling scentsy candles. Shit like that. And it's like, dude, do you even believe it? I know you look like a Muppet. And you probably can't get sick because you're not a human being. Right? You're a Muppet. But I, I look at that shit and I'm just like... From the beginning, man, they were just fucking, they were just saying shit to us. Just see what they can get away with. You know what I mean? There's a new strain of COVID that's coming out and it's turned everybody into werewolves. You know, shit like that and people are like, God damn. And the next thing you know, people are like scratching at their necks and shit in line at Walmart. Like, oh no, I think I got it. You need to wear a full body mask now. Everybody's walking around in those fucking BDSM fucking rubber body suits and shit with a little suck hose on it. You know what I'm talking about. It's not leather, it's like fucking latex. There are a bunch of weird dudes do that shit. They they put you in if you ever seen real sex, you know what I'm talking about. They they sandwich these these people, especially dudes, real and they're always like the dudes are always like real skinny and short and just like they look like they're about to die at any second. But they sandwich there was an episode I was watching, uh, I remember like as a teenager, I was a young teenager and i used to stay up in the living room and wait till my parents went to bed and i would watch it and i'd kind of just like jerk it a little bit and like then I would fall asleep with, with the uh rolled up toilet paper my pants and smell real bad. but anyway we're going to get on to that so like they would sandwich they would get there was these two like long big pieces of uh of uh, uh um what do you call it fucking um what 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 did I just say it was it's not silicone rubber it's like this rubber shit right and they would sandwich it but you you in between it and they would they had like a vacuum like hose hook up and it would suck it and it'd be super tight around your body and this dude would be naked and it'd just be like you could see everything. um you, you could straight see fucking hog, you know? Like you you could see his fingerprints, you know what I mean? If he committed a murder, I'd be able to tell just by looking at that piece of rubber. And it just like would suck it down to where it was super tight and the girl would just like hit him in his stomach with shit. Just beat his ass. And he'd be laying in this tube and had a suck hose hooked up to the mouth so you could breathe. And he'd be enjoying it, and she'd just be taking it back to his abs and shit. Just beating the dog shit out of him. And he'd be just trapped between these two pieces of rubber just getting off and shit. Gross. grosser than hell. And it was always, it was never a cool color. You know, it was never, like, black to where it's like, okay, well, at least you don't really see everything. No. It had to be, like, an off-white, so it already looked like cum anyway. So it was just fucking gross. It was, like, dirty and shit. It looked like a, like, if you had an aunt or, like, a grandma that chain-smoked in the house and all the curtains were just fucking that dingy white where it was almost brown, but you could see at one point in time that it was like nice and pretty, and then now it's all just stale and like brown and just like off-white but it was like a different shade because some parts were more exposed to the smoke than others, that's what this piece of rubber looked like and he was just laying up in this rubber, man he was just laying up in this thing better rubber, dude, he was just laying in it and they were slapping him in the stomach and chest and shit, taking turns he was loving it, dude. they were just beating dog shit out of him. He'd be breathing out of this little hose thing and they're just slapping him in his chest, you know. He loved it though. I mean, I I would I wish I enjoyed anything in life half as much as that dude enjoyed being stuck in that little that rubber envelope thing that he was in getting slapped around. I, don't, I wasn't even planning on talking about that. I don't know where that came from, but I just I don't know, man. Anyway, the internet sucks and it's 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 the fucking worst thing ever. I uh I go to leave my house earlier, and I wasn't gonna talk about this either, but I'm gonna go ahead and talk about it because it happened today, so it's a nice little how you know how I'm doing today. So I go downstairs and I'm gonna talk a little quiet so my neighbor doesn't know I'm talking about him. but uh, so I go to leave, and there was a guy here to see my neighbor. And he was stuck in like the voyeur area. Foyer, not voyeur. Is it foyer? Foyer, not voyeurism. We're not talking about that shit. But he was standing in the in the foyer, in right, in between the two doors. And I just I was freaked out because I go down the stairs and there's just all I see was this black figure. And I've been watching a lot of shit about like shadow people and stuff. And I see this motherfucker just standing there and open the door. And a super threatening. He was wearing a... He was wearing black boots, black uh, jeans, black shirt. And he had an apron on. So he worked at a restaurant. Which was the most threatening part. Because he's making people's food and shit. So he was in there. And I opened it. And I'm thinking that this guy's just going to be like some really creepy guy. But he was just like a... Kind of like a stonery guy. He was like, hey man, I didn't know you that you could open that door. I'm just like, yeah man, you just you kind of turned a turn knob, dude. And... But, yeah, he was just standing down there, and I didn't know what he was what he was doing. But, I mean, I think I know what he was doing. Actually, I do know what he's doing. Michael, say what it is. But he was down there, and it's just weird shit like that's been happening a lot lately. I don't know. I, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't know what people in this – I don't know if it's because it warmed up. If you've been listening to me for a while, around summertime last year, when I was bringing up how towny people just kind of start, whenever whenever it's time for them to come out of their fucking – their hiding spot through the winter, they fucking come out in clans, dude, and they're everywhere. They're just people just walking around just to be doing it. Three o'clock in the morning, and it's real bad right now because they're 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 like coming out of their winter hibernation, so you know they're they're a little agitated, and so they're just you could tell that they're like they're ready for it to be warm out because I mean they all stink. We all know that. So I mean, here's the thing about that: is they all stink. And it's weird because they had all this time to kind of like get their shit together, but they didn't. They're just townied up, man, and they're coming out swinging, dude. And I know they've been they've been cooped up. They didn't follow COVID rules. I watched them all last summer, just fucking up up each other's asses and at the gas station and stuff, like breathing on each breathing on each other's necks, spitting each other's mouths and shit. Like taking there's like fourteen kids taking a drink out of one slushy, shit like that so i know that they're not you know they're not they're playing prison rules they don't fucking give a shit dude they don't give a fuck and i know i know they're just itching to get out they're itching in general but they're definitely itching to get out man and just fucking they've been waiting dude they've been waiting all winter to come out and i know as soon as that summer heat comes bub oh they're thirsty they're thirsty they they want God, they want a slushy so bad right now, so bad. That's their drink of choice. I don't, I don't know, man. They love slushies. They're single handedly keeping that shit in business, man. They fucking love it, dude. And they, they pile. In. I talk shit about them piling into a gas station when that's my go to for everything is going to a gas station, which you guys know I've talked about it on every single podcast. But they're, I mean, they're just as welcome there as anybody. But the thing is, is they, they kind of stink on each other a little bit. And like they, they do this thing where they have to be super close to your back when you're in line. They have to be so close to your back that I can hear them breathing, you know. And they've always done it. Cody fucking complains about it all the time because it happens to him more than anything. Because I think they think that he's one of them. So they think they can get away with that shit. So they're just like, well, this guy ain't gonna do nothing, man. He fucking gets it. Hell yeah, man. That's what they say. But they're getting ready, man. And it's almost townie season. It's almost townie season. I'm ready for it. Because a lot of people are like, man, you know, if the first signs of, like, warm weather and stuff, like, "Ah, I don't know. It's it's always, you know, it's whenever the sun, you know, whenever you go get home from work and the sun's still up, that's when I know it's like, yeah, it's that time of year, you know, or whenever... You know, I can hear birds chirping, I know it's that time, I don't know it's that time of year until I see fucking townies just molesting each other in public, that's the, that's when I know, as soon as I start seeing these motherfuckers just come out, come out of the woodwork, they're like cicadas that come out every seven months, that's what it is, they come out man and they're just fucking full bloom, full bloom dude, full blooming onion, they just come out. But that's when you know, and even though it's a pain in the ass, and sometimes it drives you crazy, because you're just like, fuck, dude, you you guys are you guys need to just relax, you know what I mean? Like, you don't need to be on my back, you don't need to be talking to me all crazy and shit, but that's when you know the weather's gonna change, and it's gonna be nice out, so it's kind of give and take, you know? It's nature, you know? Let nature take its course, Mother Nature. It's just, that, those are the children of Mother Nature, she birthed them. Those are, those are the people of Mother Nature. We're all brothers and sisters in God's eyes. I had a joke that I was writing at one point in time. Um, something along the lines of, uh, I remember my cousin, uh, <laughs> it's, it's fucked up, but it's like I remember my cousin telling me that at church she learned um, that we're all brothers and sisters in God's eyes, and the only thing I thought was, well, I tried to fuck my cousin, though, not my brother, or not my sister. It was something like that, and like the joke, she didn't get it because it's like, um, Talking about how I want to have sex with my cousin, not my sister. It's stupid. But it's it's a weird thing, man. Church is fucked up, and I don't want to, like, go ever to church. I've only went, like, four times in my entire life. And the one time that I did go was a funeral, and it was a Catholic church. And I've never stepped – I didn't know, like, Catholic churches were different. I didn't know that it was a whole different thing, like, at all. And then I go, and it was a friend of mine's sister had passed away. And so it was already like a shitty situation anyway. But the people that I went with were Catholics and I and they were so yeah they were used to it cuz they went to that church. And I went in and it was just fucking full-blown panic attack cuz I didn't know like the imagery was so dark. I I didn't grow up in a religious family, so I didn't know. I just didn't know. And I know that sounds like kind of like juvenile cuz it's like dude, you're like 17, 18 years old and you didn't I don't I still don't know a lot about it. But, man, I fucking spiraled into this this panic there. And it, w- it was more than just the panic of seeing, like, my friends being sad and his family being sad and all this shit. It was just, like, outside of that. I was looking around, and it was just terrifying, dude. And that kind of, like, freaked me out because I know that there's people that are born into Catholic families that go to these Catholic churches, and they f- they freak out themselves, like, when they get older, and they turn completely the opposite, you know what I mean? And I couldn't imagine me having the panic that I have at had as a kid, being thrown into that whirlwind of fucking shit, you know? So, I'm glad I didn't, I'm glad I didn't grow up in, like, a super religious household, because I think that I would have been probably more fucked up, the whole fear of God concept, you know what I mean? Because I was afraid of everything anyway already. So that was fucked up, man. I don't know. Uh, I just, yeah, Catholic churches freaked me out. But there's also, like, a part of me that now as an adult, maybe I didn't have that weird religious thing, that as an adult now I'm, like, super turned on by just, like, wild shit like that. Like, there's something about watching, like, YouTube videos where they explain this crazy shit that, you know, you know it didn't happen like that, and you watch it, and it's just like, dude, like, that's, that's fucking crazy, you know what I mean, like, I don't know, there's religion, I've always struggled with that stuff, there's always a hint of, like, religion in my, like, music writing, and it's not based on my experience in religion, As much as it is based on my experience of not knowing and then as an adult finding all this really crazy shit out where it's, like, rooted in guilt. And I always kind of associated my depression guilt with, like, I bet you, like, people that are beat with religion like that have this guilt that they carry around. Because of shit they didn't do just because it makes them, like, you know, you feel guilty. So it's, like, a, a really... Bizarre tug of war that I've always had. Super fucking weird. And I've thought about like going to church, like a crazy like Catholic church again as an adult to see like, you know, what's up with that? Just because I just want to see. You know what I mean? But fuck, dude, it still it still freaks me out, man. I don't know if I could do it. I only went that one time. My dude Colin grew up Catholic and he's not Catholic at all. He's not religious in the like least bit at all. Now as an adult, shit's weird, man. Real fucking weird. That's some heavy shit to kind of think about, too. Ugh. Anyway. Yeah, man. I fucking... It's been alright so far. I know it's still early in the week and and everything, but... Got some shit done this weekend, which is cool. Did some more writing with band stuff. Got some stuff figured out with the other podcast that's gonna be coming soon. I think we're releasing our first episode next Monday. So, we're trying to balance it out to where... On Mondays, will be that podcast. It's called Crazy from the Heat, and so Riffin' ain't easy. Is probably going to be on Tuesdays. I'm going to stick with Tuesdays. I think I like having it on Tuesday morning, and I think Crazy from the Heat is going to be on Monday mornings. And then I want to say, like on a Wednesday, Cody, the the other host of Crazy from the Heat, is going to start releasing his other podcast Tuesday, or like Wednesday or Thursday. He's he's haven't decided yet, so that's going to be sick and. He's got, a, he's got a bunch of shit in the works, which is going to be cool. So we'll be bouncing out stuff. We actually have something cool that we're talking about. Not even talking about doing. We already decided. But for Crazy From The Heat, we're going to do a live stream monthly. And I I did that one live stream for Riffin' Ain't Easy, and he was here for it. And, a co- and another buddy of ours was here for it. And it was for, like, his benefit, for um, his accident and stuff. And it was, like, so much fun and so like in the fucking moment, I I knew that me and him were both like, dude, we're fucking doing this for the other podcast for sure, like monthly. So we're gonna have, it's gonna I want to say it's gonna be on Patreon probably, right? Is that what it is? Yeah, Patreon, and it'll be like different uh things that you can sign up for or whatever. But we're gonna do a lot more with that one as far as other stuff that you can get. I feel like riffing ain't easy is a good one just to kind of have is. It's my podcast, it's just me It's just me kind of giving a rundown On my life and talking shit throughout the week It's kind of like breath of fresh air Whereas Crazy From The Heat Is going to be the big the big production one It's going to be the one where it's, it's We're going to have guests We're going to do shit, we're gonna actually going to have events We're probably going to do live shows Whenever that comes, I know we're going to do live shows When that comes up We have some plans for that too It's exciting stuff man It's exciting to kind of jump in and I've been fucking playing music for so long that it's cool to have these ideas to do live shows and to do live events and and go live on, hell, the live streams and shit are cool too, I, I love that, there's all these different doors, man, opening up, and I'm excited, I'm excited to see what 2021 brings as far as creativity goes, uh, 2020 was a shit show for personal reasons, but as far as creativity goes, man, I fucking busted my ass, and I got some good shit going, this podcast kind of kicked up some dirt and was moving around a lot. Music-wise, I did a lot of shit. Other than that, it was dog shit. But, yeah, man, 2021 is going to be sick. A lot of a lot of plans. Got back in the gym, finally. Jesus Christ. So I didn't go to the gym during the pandemic at all, even though there was a lot of people that kept going and they stayed healthy. Uh, I ended up fucking staying in, staying in, and I boozed a lot, as you know. And I ate a lot of dog shit, as you know. And I gained, like, fucking 10 pounds, dude. I worked so hard to lose all this weight and to get in shape. Dude, like that. Two months, man. Two months and just fucking fatter than hell. Oh, big old fat motherfucker, sweating and shit, laying in bed. Sheets sticking to my back and I'm just waking up not understanding what's going on. Delusional. Having fucking food nightmares and shit. I'll eat real bad before I go to sleep and I'll just have these crazy fucking nightmares. Like a kid. Fuck, dude. But I started... I have this thing that I do. A, a lot of my humor is based on sexual shit. And I don't mean it to be. But I think I know why. And I'll explain it to you. This is some Josh Richter psychology shit. So I think... And here's 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 what I think. I think that a lot of my humor is rooted in sexual experiences or sex jokes. Not, be for, not for any type of perverse reason. But I think... That there's a still a piece of me that is extremely uncomfortable with that, so I kind of joke about it and I say things. Sex, sex was always like I was super embarrassed as a kid because I like hit puberty early, you know. I hit puberty early and I was just horned out my fucking mind, just walking around, do full full horn, you know. And I think, and I was like an awkward kid, so. I was scared to do anything sexually. Hell, I didn't even kiss a girl till I was 16. And I didn't even, like, do anything sexually until my 18th birthday. I know that. I remember that for, like, a fact. I remember that. And I didn't lose my virginity hell. I was almost 20. So, like, I think that me waiting as long as I did for any type of sexual, like, exploration, that's why I kind of think it's, like, I have this weird humor about it because I'm still, like... I'm still a little, I'm still a little, uh, uh, late blooming, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm just not, I'm not, I'm not there yet, you know? I'm not into, like, weird freaky shit. Uh, I guess, it's super common. That stuff is super common, I guess, like, like, tying people up and shit, and, like, girls, like, being slapped around and stuff, (laughs) and I'm, and I'm just like, I don't know, man, like, I'm a, like, this is gonna sound fucked up, but I'm afraid That I'm going to do something that's real fucked up and real weird, and find out that I'm a fucking weirdo. I'm I'm terrified that I'm going to find out I'm some sort of a fucking weirdo. You know what I mean? Like, like comes you know come to find out that I uh uh I like to pretend I'm a dog or something like that, and I just didn't know it. You know what I mean? Uh, Fucking just want to be a dog. I don't know why, dude. I'm afraid that it's going to be like that. And it's going to be some, like, god damn, I didn't realize how much fun it is to pretend you're a dog. Just fucking walking around, just horned up. That's what I'm afraid of, man. I'm afraid it's going to be shit like that. So I kind of, like, uh, I'm not going to explore that because I think that maybe there might be a piece of me that wants to be, like, walking around with a leather mask on and shit. Even though I have a bondage mask, it's on back here. But anyway, like, so I was thinking about I was thinking about why my relationship with any type of extreme is always poisonous. <laughs> so poisonous, dude. I have the most bizarre, extremist mentality. And I, and I know all my friends do, and I know a lot of people do, man. People that are, I think maybe people that grew up a little bit sheltered, in a way. I think people that grew up sheltered have that weird extreme thing about them, where they're just like, I need to drink 40 beers, not like five, and have a good time, and go to sleep, you know what I mean, stuff like that, and I'm that, I'm that way with everything, dude, anything, food, me, me, me and my dude Cody were talking about that today, like, I'm a fucking, dude, I'll, I'll, I'll eat, like, when I eat bad food, and I go off the fucking wagon with trash, oh, dude, oh, I'll lay in bed and just drop chips in my mouth and shit, laugh my ass off laying there, just laughing my ass off, like I'm doing something wrong, and I'm just just eating shit, you know what I mean, and I, (laughs) and I was thinking about, like, my relationship with that stuff, and I think that a lot of it is, I like to make jokes about it, because there's a part of me that's just like, dude, maybe I am some sort of, like, crazy fucking, is it a deviant, is that the word for it, a sexual, just fucking wild man, you know what I mean, maybe, what if I'm just some sort of weird, like, welcome to my dungeon shit, you know what I mean, and I just don't know it, because it freaks me out so bad, like, I think it's, I think it's, I would never, like, talk shit if someone's into that, by all means, but there's a part of me that's just, like, that weirds me out, man, I don't want to, I don't want nothing to do with that shit, but what if maybe that's why it weirds me out, maybe I'm some sort of a fucking sexual deviant, man, maybe I'm just some sort of, like, just, like, an entrepreneur and just fucking creepy sex. You know what I mean? Like, just like a mad scientist of creepy sex. I'm just fucking creating all kinds of different ways to do this shit, and fucking just the man, I'm the architect of sex. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just fucking reinventing it. But I was like thinking about that stuff, and I, I'm I'm very open on this podcast about shit, and because I, I make fun of myself. I, that's I've always have, man. I've always made fun of myself on shit, and a lot of my jokes, and a lot of my experiences I talk about, I talk, every story I tell is real, unless I obviously say that it's not real, and even as an adult, I still do and say stupid shit that I don't mean to happen, it just kind of fucking happens, and I'm going to tell you one of them right now. This isn't like a story story, as in like a youth story. But as something that I figured out that I do that I really didn't know I did until until I like I want to say I brought it up to somebody and they're just like, what? (laughs) Like we were talking about, oh, no, I was going to tell Cody about it. That's what it was. And I was like, I'm going to wait for the podcast for you to hear it. And he's actually here in house right now. So he's going to be good. So this is a real thing that I do. And this is so fucked up. And it's so fucking it's so stupid. So I need you to I need you to get on the same level as me, so you understand what I'm about ready to say. I am very vanilla when it comes to sex stuff, 100 percent, man, 100 percent. You can ask any of my ex girlfriends. I'm not some sort of a fucking like I said. I'm scared of anything weird, but there's a thing that I have that. I don't know why. I don't know why I do it. And it's so embarrassing. And it's so, like, (laughs) do you, okay, I have this thing where, okay, so say I'm benching. I'm about ready to bench. It's in the gym. And I'm trying to, like, psych myself out. And I'm trying to get, like, juiced up because it's, like, I'm a weak guy. I ain't strong, you know? And so fucked up, dude. And so I do this thing. Where uh, <laughs> I imagine a girl, like I'm embarrassed like my face is fucking some sweating. I imagine a girl telling me if <laughs> if you do this, if you lift this and you actually lift it without struggling, and you lift it and you fucking rack it, I'll suck your dick in this gym. And so I have this goal. I have this goal, and I and I picture it in my head, her saying it to me, it's just some made up girl, it doesn't exist, dude. So imagine just some fabricated, like, dream, like, you know what I mean? It's just some girl. I'll tell you what, it's, it's like that. It's not like sexy, it's, hear me out. If you, if you can lift this, and you can rack this shit, and you're alright, I'll suck your dick in this gym. There's nobody around. This is me. And I'm in my head thinking, like, oh, I gotta do this. I gotta get this. I have no choice now, you know? And I think about that. And I didn't know that I that, that was that was like not a common thing. And I don't know why I do it, dude. It's so fucking embarrassing. I don't know why I do it. But that's my fucking go-to, dude. Yeah. That's fucking weird, dude. Yeah. But yeah, I'll I'll be fucking, I'll be on my last leg, dude. Like, I'm fucking, I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I can do it, man. I don't know. This is, this is life or death. I don't know if I can do it. You know, and I look over and and there's the girl standing there and she's like, listen to me. You have no choice. You have no choice. You signed up for this and you got to do it. If you do this, I will suck your dick in this gym in front of the guy that's cleaning right now. And then I'm like, this is the only way. And then I do it, and nothing happens because she's not really there. I just made her ass up in my head. But yeah, and I found myself like, I don't know, man. It's weird. And that's, I guess that's my, maybe that's my weird thing that I didn't know about. Maybe that's my fucking weird thing. Could be. Because I guess that's not normal. No one told me that. But yeah, that's a little, that's a little... Little piece of Richter there for you. That's that's a real fucking thing, man. That's how I psych myself out. Get my fucking blood pumping, bub. I'm thinking in my head, like, I gotta do this. Hell, that's why I signed up. That's the only reason I'm working out anyway. Wild, dude. It works, though. That shit fucking works. There's, like, fucking... I'm in there, and it's, like, me. There's Meatball Jr. He's in there just swelling up on everybody. Big ol'. There's a... I've, I've talked about this, too. There's a weird fucking thing about body dysmorphia that it's, like, sways both ways. It's, like, bisexual, man. It just fucking goes. Because the people that have body dysmorphia that are, like, the the beautiful people that have that shit, they think that they're, like, they they're disgusting. They think that they're just fucking, you know? And so they struggle a lot because they have this... Self-image that they're not good enough and they're they're bad, but then you got these motherfuckers that look like straight dog shit that have the reverse end of that body dysmorphia spectrum, and they are just dumpy, but they think they're bad motherfuckers, dude. And you see that a lot in the in fucking the gym I fucking work out at. There's a guy named Meat. We call him Meatball Junior. I have no idea what his name is, but he looks like a meatball and he walks around, man. But he swells up so fucking hard. We caught him just like swelling up in the mirror in the middle of the day, just fucking, just you know, squeezing it out, but He's just fucking, and we caught him doing that. And we're just like, like, what is this? What is this dude doing? You know what I mean? He's not strong, and he he's fatter and fuck, which is okay. We're all fatter and fuck. That's the reason why we're in here. But he walks around like he's just a fucking bad motherfucker, dude. Meatball Junior, man. Meatball Junior is just fucking delusional. He's on a whole different fucking, whole different world. I wonder what's in his mind. Oh. When he's putting it up. Oh, you know he's saying real fucked up shit. Oh, yeah, baby. Shit like that in his head. Or if it's like, let's say like he's he has the same approach that I do. That a girl saying something to him. You know what his is going to be. His going to be fucking just gross shit, dude. If you put this up, I'll let you lick my asshole. Just real fucking gross shit. And he's like, oh I got I have no choice. I was born for this. You know what I mean? Just real gross shit. Fucking, you know that, you know that dude. You know that he's fucking just gross. Saying real fucking gross shit. You know, I guarantee his sex stinks real bad. There ain't no way it doesn't. Smelling like fucking Italian dressing and shit. <laughs> you know? Marinara sauce. That's my favorite insult that I have, like, can't, you know that person's sex smells. That's my favorite fucking insult. But yeah, man, fucking people do with their with their crazy shit. It'd be different if someone was in there and they're proud of, like, a, a thing, obviously. You know what I mean? The, the the changes that they made. But this dude is a cocksucker, dude. He's a j- dickhead. Straight dickhead. And there's another fucking dickhead that walks around there looking like Al Borland and shit. He's just like, it's weird, dude. Like, he's he's an arrogant prick because he has a factory job, which is weird. You know, and he's just like, that's his thing. He's a Kenworthian, man. He works at fucking Kenworth. Everybody I've ever met that work at, that works at Kenworth, they think that they're like rock stars, man. You know, they're rock stars of our small-ass town, but it's like, dude. Your your rock stardom comes from you work at a factory, you know? You, you're not in a band. You didn't create something artistic-wise. You didn't start a business. You work at a factory, dude. But we, I dealt with a lot. When I worked at that gym, man, I dealt with a lot of those motherfuckers, dude. There was one guy that wouldn't speak to me. His girlfriend had to speak for him because he didn't want to talk to me because I was below him. Dude, you work at a factory, dude. And you're canceling your membership because you can't afford it. She got laid off, bud. That was awesome. Yeah, man, things are good though. Things are good. Things are things are looking up, man. they were they're a little dark there for a second, but they're looking up. Things are getting better for me. Trying to get my health back in check and take my vitamins and flex on nerds. Eat better. That's the thing is eating better. Oh, that's my biggest vice, man. I can quit anything that's bad for me. You know, drinking, hound dogging, all that shit. I can I can fucking cut that out, but I have the hardest the hardest thing for me to do, man. I'm a fucking I'm an eater, dude. Bad, and that's the hardest, man, for me. It's <clears throat> cutting out all that bad food. Like, try, like I go through these phases. Like right now, I'm on a chocolate kick, and I never really liked chocolate, but I want candy bars all the time, man. It's a bunch of them, bunch of candy bars, and I know, like, I know that once I go off the wagon with food or, like, like I said, I'm an extremist, man. So, like, I'm fucking, like, I'm all in, dude. If I'm going to order out and have it delivered to me, I'm going to just get fucking, tre- dude, just not even finish half of it. I'm just fucking stuffing it in my face, man. And I do that a lot whenever I'm hungover or depressed. I'm a fucking eater, dude. And Pop, too. Pop is, like, the fucking, The devil. Whenever that motherfucker creeps into my soul. Mmm. Diet Cokes, bub. Hell, I fucking went off the edge drinking Diet Cokes on the podcast. Pretend I got sponsored by them and shit. I have a grip on me, man. They have a grip on my soul. I love Diet Coke. Shit that eats up your brain and shit. But I'm addicted, man. Pop is the fucking worst, dude. And whenever I quit, whenever I quit boozing and whenever I actually got my diet in check, and was working out, this is gonna sound really stupid, because it's like, well, obviously, but I lost, like, a shit ton of weight, like, fucking quick, though, dude, like, quick, quick, and I was starting to get, like, kind of confident, I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, dude, I feel good, I feel good, you know what I mean, and then, as soon as, dude, COVID hit, and I was doing good for a little bit, because I got the whole, uh, home gym set up, and I was fucking rocking it, dude, I was still keeping it in check, and then, because it was summertime, right, and then I kind of fucking started drinking a bunch of margaritas all the time, I started living on island time, and I was fucking, dude, done, so much sugar, and dude, I got fatter and fucked so quick, dude, I gained, I, I swear that I gained probably between 10 and 15 pounds in like three days, fatter fuck, and now it's hard to get off. It's hard to get off. It's like I I gained it in 3 days but it's going to take me a whole month and a half just to get that 5 pounds off, you know what I mean? It's like god damn it, dude. What did I do? Like I was doing so good and then you get you get used to not fucking doing it and you get used to like I'll start on Monday. You know what I mean? And it's like well today's Tuesday, so you got a whole week. So I'm trying to keep at it, man. Mentally I feel better. I feel a lot better. Uh, getting in there and fucking being around people dude even though I don't talk to any of them except for Cody that goes with me man I fucking humans have to fucking be around people man that energy I, because I, you get trapped in this fucking house or whatever house that you're in you get fucking trapped during the COVID and you forget that that shit exists even though you know there's honestly people obviously you know there's fucking people still doing things but you forget because in your head you're just like man everybody's trapped like this And then you, you know, it was safe to go back to the gym for the most part because everything was super distanced. Like, the treadmills are so far apart that you can't speak to somebody from one treadmill to the other. That's how far apart they are. They're really doing a good job of distancing that stuff. But just being in the presence of other people, man, you realize how important that shit is for just your mental health and just, like, morale. The sun's, like... Shining and and even though it's a little cold outside, it's whatever. You go in there and there's fucking ten, fifteen people in here, and it's like, all right, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy now. Like this, this makes sense. Like this, this is the reason why gatherings of any sort, whether it's you know shows or uh, plays or just any type of social event, the gym, like I'm talking about, people have to be around people, dude. That shit's super important, man that's super fucking important and i hope it uh i hope it comes back soon and i hope we get i think they will i think things are things are looking up i think i'd say shows will probably be back by midsummer i think i think things are going to start turning back around again and i think it's going to be cool and i think people are going to appreciate these things man they're going to appreciate these things that we got kind of stripped of for a year not saying it's anybody's fault or anything's fault hey that's happened man that happens So, but I think that, I think that once we get that shit back, I think people are going to be, they're just dying to get out, man. People are just dying just to be, to laugh with other people, to sit in a room and go to a comedy show and just fucking laugh, dude. The shit's contagious, man. You have to have that shit. Go to a show and just watch a fucking band, dude. It doesn't matter how shitty that band is, dude. It could be some straight trash can opening band like us and just fucking, supporting, dude. And I'm ready for it. I think everybody's ready for it. And I think people are gonna people are gonna take care of the situation. I, I hope. I think. I have faith in people. I think they're gonna I think they're gonna do the right thing and I think they're gonna they're gonna support support more and they're gonna they're gonna attempt to make it better because it was taken from them for so long. But I'm ready for it and I think it's gonna be sick. I appreciate you hanging out with me, man. Um as always, like, subscribe, share around, tell all your friends. It's everywhere, it's on YouTube, it's on Spotify, it's on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, everything, man. Everything. Share the love and keep your eyes out, because I got some cool stuff coming with Riffin. I got some cool stuff coming with the other podcasts. And hopefully sometime this summer we'll be able to hang out together in a room, man. Maybe do one of these live and buddy up and do, do a double double take, man. The old double trouble tour, do a fucking a Riffin and a uh And a uh, Crazy From The Heat, maybe one of Cody's or something like that. We'll do something, man. But we'll hang out, man. We'll be hanging out, and it's going to be sick. This is episode number 28 of Riffin' Ain't Easy. My name is Josh Richter, and I love you. Thank you.